Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Well, hi, and thanks so much for joining me. This is Dr. Fred. You're listening to another episode of Study, Grow, Know. In this one, we're going to be dealing with something called under the influence. Now, recently, the phrase mass formation psychosis has been offered as the reason why so many in society appear to be so willing to give their allegiance to Fauci, who is really nothing more than a shill for big pharma. Dr. Matthias Desmet is the person credited with discussing this problem recently, which Dr. Robert Malone has also highlighted. But no worries, though, because the MSM believes they have fully discredited this notion of mass formation psychosis. And I have uh, links in the transcript for those articles, if you're interested in those. But the problem is that the notion of mass hypnosis or mass formation psychosis truly does exist, and it's been used in history many times, though it wasn't necessarily called that. Society today is absolutely under the influence of something that has directed their thoughts, their actions, and brought their fears to the surface, causing many people to do what they would not normally do under other circumstances where other diseases are concerned. Psychologists have been studying the effects of certain types of societal hypnoses for decades. They know what works. They know what doesn't work. A friend of mine specializes in this type of hypnotic effect on society, and you can scroll through many articles he's written on his website that discuss it. And again, links are in the transcript. So if we look at this whole situation, we can agree that the death toll from CV-19 is high. But so is the death toll from those who have taken the CV jab. While arguments continue on whether or not VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, is reliable, or even from those who now seriously regret their decision to take the CV-19 jab, they're labeled anti-vaxxers now, the fact remains that many have been seriously injured and or died following the taking of the CV jab. The often heard excuse that, well, if they had not had the CV vax, they would have died sooner. Well, it might sound good to those who support the unending jab, two shots, then a booster, then another booster, etc. But there's no proof that those people would have died sooner had they not taken the jab. There's no proof that the adverse injuries they received would 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 have happened anyway. There's no proof of that. But no one wants to seriously investigate these things. Not the FDA, not the CDC, not pharma. Everyone turns a deaf ear to victims following their receipt of the CV jab. But whether or not one considers VAERS a reliable source, the fact remains that the system the military uses to keep track of vaccine adverse effects they give to soldiers is really above question because the only people who can report to that system are actual military doctors. Now, in that case, according to attorney Thomas Renz, the uptick in cancers and other adverse reactions has absolutely skyrocketed. There appears to be a direct connection between all those adverse effects and injuries and the CV vax given to military personnel. So with all the problems that have potentially been caused and continue to exist among those who have taken the jab and the boosters, it's interesting that finally, finally, things are seemingly beginning to turn around, isn't it? 
Well, the PM of UK, Boris, is canceling all mandates, including mandatory vaccinations. Though individual companies, interestingly enough, in the UK are still going ahead with things as if the mandates are still in place. Other PMs from other countries are doing the same thing. In the USA, Biden and his administration continue to push mandates, even with Jen Psaki pushing companies here in the USA to continue the vaccine mandates even after the Supreme Court ruled against the Biden administration. Truckers throughout the USA and specifically in Canada are organizing protests to get the message across to everyone that people should not be forced to get the CV jab. Both Canada and the USA no longer allow unvaxxed truckers from other countries to bring in their loads or to take them out. This will cause even worse disruptions in the supply chain. And one has to wonder why there is this alleged need to force truckers to be vaxxed since most of the time these truckers are completely alone in their cabs. Now, in most cases, they simply drive their trucks from one place to the next. They don't necessarily load or unload those trucks themselves. That's done by someone else on site. So what is the big concern? All of this will surely affect the supply chain worse than it is now. With China holding on to fertilizers and seeds becoming more expensive, we can be sure that within six months or a little bit more, things will look even worse than they do now unless something changes to keep all of that from happening. Well, what's the harm, though, in preparing for potential upcoming shortages? Corn, for instance, may become a very valuable and therefore expensive crop later in 2022. So if we take everything into consideration, everything into consideration, certainly appears that some type of psychosis or mass hallucination is affecting society. Fear does strange things to people, right? There are many videos of people under the influence of something. They're besides themselves in these videos, not quite knowing how to react. They can't relax. Everything about them pleads for safety from everybody else. Yet they cannot see that their cloth masks or even their N95s do nothing to keep them safe. Not one thing. If they were truly concerned about their safety, they'd wear 3M6000s or 7000 respirators. And I've got a picture in the transcript, which protects the wearer, but not others. The average mask that people wear today does absolutely nothing except hide their features and force them to rebreathe their exhaled carbon dioxide. This isn't healthy and it's taking its toll on adults and children who, by the way, are now also experiencing delayed speech as well as forcing people to distance emotionally from others. We're treating each other as if everyone has the plague or everyone is unclean. Paul warned that God would one day send a strong or powerful delusion, 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12, which says this, and with every wicked deception directed against those who are perishing because they refused the love of the truth that would have saved them. For this reason, God will send them a powerful delusion so that they believe the lie in order that judgment may come upon all who have disbelieved the truth and delighted in wickedness. Okay, why does God send this delusion? 
And a delusion is something that people live under that causes them to believe that something they thoroughly believe in isn't true. In other words, it's not true, but they believe that it is. Well, specifically, God sends this delusion, or we can call it a deluding influence that literally hypnotizes people because people, quote, refuse the love of the truth that would have saved them, unquote. That's it right there. And it is in preparation for the coming man of sin or Antichrist, who will lead the final Gentile global kingdom of Daniel 2. And we see this played out throughout the book of Revelation. Pastor J.D. Farag out of Hawaii has a prophecy update video that he does every week that delves into this problem of a strong delusion specifically and as he released recently. You can watch that video. and I've got a link in the transcript. And I've also got a link if you prefer to just simply reading the transcript. And he has also other resources that he provides. I find it easier at times to just read the transcript because I can scan quickly. So those links are in the transcript. People today are literally fighting against God and his moral code. Here's a perfect example of this type of moral slide into the abyss of stupidity and immorality. I mean, this is so asinine to me that we're at this point in in history. Here we are in this short video that there's a link in the transcript. A transgender argues that a woman is not a woman based on reproductive organs. She's not a woman based on her genitalia. A woman, according to this individual, is a woman only If she personally identifies as a woman, so she may have all the genitalia of a woman, but then say, no, I'm a man, or I'm a cat, or I'm a horse. So for thousands and thousands of years, people understood that a man was male and a woman female based on what? Their genitalia. Well, according to the left, that no longer applies. In fact, that's a form of discrimination. Um, gender assignment at birth should be done away with, according to these people, allowing the person to make up their own mind, their own decision of what they are later in life. This is the height of stupidity and the absolute denial of God and his ordered creation, male and female. He made them, Genesis 2. This deluding influence has gained favor of Big Pharma with all their lies that have been perpetrated today because of their mandates. Big Pharma has, with the help of Dr. Anthony Fauci and politicians, created a very strong delusion that society lives under by which people have done things that they have not ever done and would never have thought to do. We've never masked up before, regardless of how bad the annual flu became, nor did we ever social distance nor did we cancel the habit of shaking hands and hugging people, along with basically avoiding people in general, avoiding early treatment, staying home, waiting for the vax to be produced, all of that. And then once the vax became available, mandates came to get both shots and then the booster. Some countries have offered a second or third booster to their citizens. So that's really interesting. Would we have done any of that if people were left to do and make their own decisions? Well, some people might have done those things, but it would not have become a societal mandate. Now we have the CEO of Pfizer saying that frequent booster shots, hmm, that's not a good idea. Why not? Well, as it turns out, the more people that boost and vaccine up themselves, the more harm they do to their immune systems. My goodness, who knew? Well, 
people like Dr. Robert Malone and many others like him knew, and by the way, he's the inventor of the mRNA technology, not of the mRNA vaccine. But of course, he was censored for what was called this disinformation or this misinformation. Members of the Pfizer board are also calling for an end to mask and vaccine mandates. So what gives? Well, I've got a number of links in the article to find out more. Call me a skeptic, but it is difficult for me to believe that they have finally come to their senses. After what, two years? Could it be they have an ulterior motive? Forgive me for questioning things, but these people have a great deal to answer for, but refuse to respond to simple questions. They'd rather call people names. Fauci loves to use the word preposterous when he's accused of certain things. For these people to simply decide now that we should dispense with the mask and vaccine mandates makes me seriously question their motivation. They had absolutely no clue that there would be negative consequences of so many shots and boosters. They didn't know this ahead of time and they're experts. Beyond the shots themselves, the problem is that many to most who now wear masks, who are in the habit of social distancing and all the rest, guess what? They're gonna continue to do all of that because they have been brainwashed to believe that this was the correct response to CV-19. It has become ingrained in them. And that is going to be extremely difficult to break. In effect, as many epidemiologists stated back over two years ago, if we had just done then what we did with every flu season, herd immunity would have already occurred and CB19 would be an issue largely of the past. But instead, health experts like Fauci told us to do the exact opposite and be afraid of catching something from others because it could kill us. Well, the flu kills people every year. By wearing masks, social distancing, and shots and boosters, we actually weakened not only our individual immune systems, but collectively. Therefore, too many could not combat the illness. And the foolhardy way in which these health experts have made the situation far worse by forcing school closures, masking, social distancing, and economic lockdowns in general have done nothing to help people's immune systems. Not one thing not to mention their psychological outlook in life. All of this has made people more apt to contract what they were trying to avoid. Is this part of the plan? Well, I hate to think it is, but it seems very possible, especially with all the information I've read from many doctors who, again, have been completely censored for their scientific opinions because it didn't go along with the accepted narrative. The modern book burnings of today are not actual burnings. You just get thrown off the internet. Yet the truth keeps coming out. Alex Berenson notes that countries with the highest incidence of mRNA vaccinations also have the highest incidence of CV infection rates. Should this surprise anyone if what doctors like Malone and many others have been telling us is true? So what's going to happen next? Well, quite possibly, we may well start seeing more people dying from the after effects of their compromised and weakened immune systems. As soon as they get something, they may not be able to fight it off. It's already been reported that cancers and other major organ problems are on the rise. Some of that now due to the fact that those who were fighting cancer during the CV pandemic and couldn't get treatments for that 
will likely die from their cancer if they haven't died already. Others will develop cancers that were latent within them, brought to the fore quite possibly by the destructive force of the mRNA vax. Now, of course, people now are being told that if they're not vaxxed, well, they can't have life-saving procedures, so they're going to be left to die. The CV vax seems to be treated as a new sacrament for many. By the way, if you'd like to know more about what's actually in the many vaccinations that are available today, please check a page out I have linked in the transcript. Amazing what people are willing to put into their bodies. And we're not just talking about fetal cell lines. Regardless of what MSM wants us to believe, much of global society seems to be living under the influence of lies created by Big Pharma and the left in general. And I find it interesting when people try to rise up against that narrative to proclaim freedom of choice. It's my body, my choice. Well, they're painted by the MSM as radical terrorists, violent extremists who just simply want to overthrow society. No, we want our freedom back. J.D. Farrakh often refers to Revelation 18.23, and it's also in Galatians 5.19, which states this in Revelation, For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. If that isn't the picture of today, I'm not sure what is. Revelation 18 deals with the fall of Babylon. I believe will be an actual city, likely the headquarters of Antichrist, though it may be also called something else. And this will happen during the tribulation period, as well as it being a financial system that will continue to undergird the world's trade during that time, just as it actually exists now. The system itself began with Nimrod's The Tower of Babel, Genesis 10 and 11. Even though God confounded things by introducing languages and cultures so that they actually wound up stopped, they they never finished building that tower that went to the heavens, the Babylon system of witchcraft and deception itself was never destroyed and exists to this day. It has undergirded this world in one form or another. The Greek word translated sorceries is pharmakia, which of course is where we get our words, pharmaceutical, pharma, pharmacy, those kinds of things. The world has been under the spell of big pharma for the past two years. I don't see that changing. Though Pfizer is now saying, well, we shouldn't get more boosters, they also know that people will continue getting boosters because they're brainwashed, so Pfizer will continue to provide those boosters. Why? It's big money. Big money. We need to remember that all of this is very likely tied to Agenda 2030. And I've got a link in the transcript for that. Remember, this agenda is promoted, created by the UN. This is what they look forward to creating for this world. And for more on that, I've also included a link to a thread that kind of explains it very clearly and concisely. And while the narrative appears to be falling apart in some respects, those who are brainwashed can't and won't see it. I know some Christians who completely downplay Agenda 2030 as nothing but conspiracy. And yet the documents exist produced by the UN and they've never taken time to actually read those documents produced by the UN themselves. So you go figure. Well, anyway, I thank you for joining me and we need to keep praying 
We need to help wake up people if that's possible. We certainly need to be on our guard, I think, uh, not against people, but against error and wrong ideas. And we need to be prepared. We need to be discerning. And that only comes from God. Well, anyway, I thank you so much for joining me. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how much he loves you. Thanks. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 